0: "'Mr. Johnson, I'm so glad you could join us today. How have you been? We were really worried about you.' The woman smothered him so much with her motherly concern that he wanted to hurl. "'I do hope you participate today. It really does help to get your feelings out in the open.' She wove her arm through his and led him toward the group. Grace Hunt was a recovering nun who started the suicide support group five years ago after her father took a gun to his head following the news that his cancer had returned. Meetings were held once a week in the evening in the basement of the Christian Family Center. The church had been Marty's second home. She had been a choir member since they moved to Chason Heights. Forrest poured himself a cup of coffee and hung back by the refreshment table while other members laughed and joked with each other, everyone except Carrie. Sometimes he would catch her looking at him as though they shared the same thoughts that this was all bullshit. How soon until he could smile again, much less laugh. It was an effort just to put on a happy face for Savannah— He resented how most everyone in the room appeared to have moved on, but Grace had told him it takes time. After all, it had only been two months since Marty's accident. He still refused to call it suicide. There wasn't any way his wife would have taken her own life. The group consisted of six people counting Grace. One woman shuffled over with her cane, her body as straight and thin as the cane itself. Her husband had left a note that he had had enough of life. Eighty years was sufficient. He saw and did all he wanted to do. That was five years ago. Forrest figured Velma Corbin joined because she had nothing better to do with her life. Luke Fasula was a sulky teenager who was trying to deal with his sister's suicide. She had been teased in school because of her weight, came home, tied his belt around her neck and hung herself from a rod in the closet. The fact that she used his belt bothered him more than the fact that she was dead. His parents and therapist were forcing him to come, and it was obvious he'd rather be home secluded in his room. Even now his thumbs tapped out text messages with the speed of a drummer. He had become withdrawn and would rather spend time texting or playing video games than talking it out. His time with the shrink had been nothing more than staring sessions. Luke still felt his mom naming his sister Fatima was a disaster waiting to happen. Ben Kowalski was an Iraq war vet who left one arm in Iraq, along with a couple unit members. His best friend Vinnie had joined the Marines with him, came home all intact, had a wife and two beautiful girls— even planned Ben's bachelor party and was Ben's best man. On the outside, Vinny was always laughing, joking, not fazed by what he had seen in Iraq, so no one had suspected he was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. He left a note for his wife that said, I'm sorry, before checking into a seedy motel and blowing his brains out. Carrie Farnswood was the most reserved of all, Although she had smiled a couple times, she wasn't at the point of laughing and joking with the rest. Her twin sister Carly had been one week from her wedding when she took a stroll on the beach, stripped, took the time to fold her clothes neatly, then walked into Lake Michigan. Carrie was sure Carly loved her fiancé, was excited about the honeymoon and the life she and Sean would start together— They had worked hard and saved for three years to put a down payment on her dream home. Carrie still couldn't believe Carly was gone. Being a nurse, she knew the importance of a support group, and of the five, she and Forrest appeared to be the only ones who still hadn't moved beyond the denial stage. Carly had died several weeks before Marty. "'Okay, everyone!' Grace clapped her hands as though confronting a room of first-graders. "'Let's get started.' The chairs formed a circle with Grace at the head. Although no longer a nun, she still dressed conservatively in a black skirt, white blouse, and sensible shoes. Her hair was short and peppered with gray, and her face had little, if any, make